I just want to take this time and this platform and this podcast to address some things, right? A lot of young men out there, yeah, I'll call them boys, a lot of young men, boys, a lot of boys out there, uh, they're not being held accountable to their words and their actions and how they conduct themselves in society. There's a lot of fucking guys that just act like bitches, if that's if that's possible to say. There's a lot of men that are Twitter fingers and, and stuff like that. And, 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 and you know what I mean? Like Snapchat. And they act different in reality, right? Like I do say some crazy shit, but there's nothing I won't say to the motherfucker's face. There's nothing I won't say to a motherfucker's face. I'll say it right to your face. If I called your girlfriend a bitch, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say your girlfriend's a bitch in front of her and you. That's what I will do. That's who I am. I'm an honest guy, and may get me in trouble. It may get canceled. You know what I mean? I may lose a fucking podcast or two. You know what I mean? I might fucking get temporary banned on Facebook. But I'm a man. This goes out to everybody out there, these bitch men. Be a fucking man with you and yourself and your actions. And maybe your fucking life will get better. But there's so many fucking bitch men out there. It's fucking disgusting. It's fucking... It's vile. Like, these guys that... that, that, that oh, man... Do you, you know what I mean? Oh, you know, who do you think you're talking to? You know, or, you know, like there's these, like that when you text your, your fucking buddies something and like weeks go by and they go, like, just be honest and say you don't want to fucking do shit with your homie. Be real. You know what I mean? I'm getting a long list of like people that are canceling on the podcast, getting a whole lot of long list of people canceling with music, right? And and it's not even it's not canceled because it's still open invite. These open invites that are sent and I'm waiting back. Literally dude, it that takes you 6 months to write a verse. Does it take you 6 months to write a fucking verse? Really? Really? So many rappers that I've hit up. So many. And so many fucking dudes that friends. These are personal friends that I've hit up constantly and said, hey, listen, let's just get on a podcast. It's literally just an hour of a recorded conversation. We're just going to get high anyways. We're going to get high and drunk. Probably take some shrooms. But it's like, oh, no, I'm not. I don't want to have fun with your friend. Like, like, but here's the thing. If it, it was that, it, I would go, all right. I'm going to, you know, I'd make fun of you, I'd roast you or whatever, but leave it at that, right? Okay, I'd kick up dust and you'd leave me to be, but it's not. It's like, ah, uh, not, not right now. We'll put that back in the future. In the, and it's been years. It's been literal years with some of these people. And here's the thing. I, if I follow up and I go, hey, man, do you still, still want to do that? Do you still want to do that verse? Or do you still want to do that podcast? Or do you still want to get together and go out for drinks or something and talk about some of the shit that... Uh, we'll do that a little bit later. Uh, do you mean the podcast? Yeah, a little bit later. 
the 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 music the verse a little bit later and the, the link up to like talk about the podcast and the music we will do that later and it's like be a fucking man do i have to take my nuts and and, and put them on a table and show you what the, the, they look like cuz it looks like you're you haven't seen your nuts in a while but there's a lot of fucking bitch men out there that just don't deserve any respect and here's the thing if you're listening to this right now and you're going like man medium j what the what's gotten into you know what i mean and, and now i'm trying to text medium j now he's acting like a bitch well no i gave i'm done giving people chances i'm done i've been cutting off so many people it's like my, my mom might get cut off at this point like it's ridiculous how many fuck boys literally get some pussy right and we'll say that and get some pussy and immediately switch they're like fuck that Fuck, fuck that. I don't have, you know what I mean? All the motherfuckers I grew up with, all the motherfuckers I ran with, I got some pussy, nigga. I'm out. I'm out. And then they, they're not happy, though. They're not happy. They're more miserable with it. And you isolated yourself from the boys. But whatever. To each his own. There's a lot. And, and here's the thing, man. This it's, it sounds subliminal. It's pretty fucking subliminal. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, dude. Four or five of my friends do the same shit and leave, like they move out the country and suddenly it's like they're a new person, but they're not doing better. They're not doing better. And at the same time, they're, they're, they act like they are better because they're in a different city. And yeah, sure, if you go from Winnipeg to Toronto or you go from Winnipeg to Vancouver or even if you go from Winnipeg to like D.C., I got some homies that went to D.C., Are you better? Is, is it better out there? It might be. I don't know. I'm not too sure. But at the same time, dude, I don't give a fuck. Treat your, treat your boy with some respect, man. Hold, hold yourself accountable because nothing changed other than you. I, I kept it true. You know what I mean? I, I'm sitting here thinking like we're on the same paths. Our paths were together. We were parallel running lines together. And then you veered off somewhere else. And I'm literally like, hey, man, is everything okay? Yeah, everything's good. Everything's okay. You're veering off. I'm watching you get out of lane. I'm watching you get out. And I'm trying to correct you. Hey, I'm trying to throw in some advice. Trying to hit, up, hit, hit your boy up with some fucking sort of, you know, some sort of call to... You know, get back in, get back in check, right? And you're going, oh, no, I'm good, but I'll do that later. And it's like, bro, if you have to consistently tell somebody to do the right thing, maybe they're not right for you. To do the right, you know what I mean? Like, you do right by me. You know what I mean? Don't fuck me over. Because I've never fucked you over. I've actually went out of my way to not fuck you over. I went I went above and beyond on certain things where I could have just said, fuck this, I'm out. And there was a lot of opportunities that prevented himself. There was a lot more opportunities for me to go, I'm out. And, and you would have been in a losing position. But in, in this, as soon as they get some sort of equal footing and they go, oh, fuck it, I'm out. I'm done with this motherfucker. Who brought you up? 
You know? Who? Who? Br- the, like, people just think, oh, man, my life's just started doing really fantastic when I met Medium J. Huh? You know what I'm saying? My life just starts always going in. And where where's my enemies? Where'd my enemies go? Where'd all, oh, where where did they go? Nobody knows. If obscure, you know what I mean? Beefing with my brother. Where'd he go? Nobody knows. In Montreal. Is he in Montreal? I don't know. It looks like he's doing good, but I don't think he is. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? He looks like he's crying himself to sleep at night. You know what I'm saying? Last I heard, he was dealing with the law. You know what I'm saying? I don't know where that nigga go, and, and, and my my other buddy, that buddy that was uh, Ziggy, bro. Where where that nigga go? Nobody knows. Last I heard, he's still doing like little freestyles with SoundCloud, and, 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 and I I checked some of his shit. I go, I go, you know what I mean? And then a motherfucker that robbed me, you know what I mean? Remember that nigga that robbed me? It took my gold cha- took my gold watch, three like three hundred dollar watches. You know, back in the day, inflation wasn't that bad. Nigga took my watch, and then I, you know what I mean. Come to find out, a couple months later, this nigga's fucking this nigga missing. We see missing. Yeah, where'd he go? Off in the res somewhere. Nobody knows. Nobody knows where these niggas go, and they fucking go. It's just karma, I guess, because a motherfucker like me is nice with it. I'm nice with fucking life. And and somehow when people cross me, they fucking they fall they fall down a path that is almost impossible to get back up. And here's the thing, all my friends that really respect me are doing so good. You notice that? You notice how every single person that respects me somehow starts their life in an upward, like it's like there's a pivotable, 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 pivotal, no, a crucial, fucking, crucial moment when people meet me and they start doing better and better and better. And you go, it's gotta be a coincidence, but it's like every single person, huh? Hmm? Huh? What is. What is this mystical man? It's a guy that does things right and by the book. And even if, you know what I mean? Even if you, you, you want to play dirty, he'll give you all the tools and the know-hows on to how to fucking get around certain things. But hey, listen, I'm just a guy talking on a microphone at the end of the day. I'm just a guy with a podcast. It's, welcome to the weekend show with Medium J, guys. I'm a little late to the party, right? And I see my friends making fun of me. You know what I mean? I'm out and they're saying, Hey Jeff, you gotta catch up. And I'm I'm drinking and I'm mad. They're going like, ah, so fuck boy Jeff over there. And I'm just going like, bro, this is how y'all niggas treat this is out of all the years, all of a sudden, you know what I mean, I'm nobody. Like that's it? Is is that it? Like I'm just that guy like in the snap of a finger actually fuck it we gotta talk about it man so like my buddy is like go out to fucking bp my buddy taylor came in from fucking banff or vancouver or in the fuck you know some island dip down in the fucking western pacifics and then bro he's like 
He's on the flight, and I'm like, man, can't wait till you come. Can't wait till you land, man. Got to take some bong rips. Got to chill. Got to do something. He's like, oh yeah, for sure. Fast forward, it's a week later, dude. Still no plans. No nothing. There's nothing at all. And then this guy, at the night he lands, he messes me. Come to Boston Pizza, Jeff. You gotta, you know what I mean. Come to Boston Pizza, or you're fucking a loser or something. And I go, I'm at work. And I messaged an hour later. I was at work, just got off. Y'all still there? Literally five, six, seven, eight, nine hours later, at a respectable bedtime sleep. He's laughing at me because I was cracking jokes. And I go, but like, oh, is it? So okay, so that's not a thing anymore. All right. Then the next day they go fucking him and him and fucking my other buddies. They go out to fucking the Jets game again. Hey, I wasn't I wasn't around. Where where was I? Fucking chopped liver. Not even, dude. Not even a like. Hey Jeff, you you down to come? Or hey Jeff, man, you want to fucking take some fucking shots before the game? Hey, not not even. Okay, smoke a joint right right outside, bro. I'll come down, smoke a joint with you, and then fucking walk away. I'll walk home because I'm I live right next to the fucking Jet Stadium. But like, all right, that's cool. Again. And then I, I messed with them. I'm like, because right, we got tickets to the fucking Bombers game. And I'm not even fucking going to go, dude. Like, I'm like, I messaged them. I'm like, are we, are we still on for the Bombers game? Because this is like the third time, right? And at the same time, dude, no answer. No response from any of the boys. It's a group chat. I don't know. It's like five other dudes fucking there. All five of them not even talking. It's just Taylor. Just like, ah, I don't know. It's real silent, and it's like, bro, like, all right. That's the the fucking theme of the topic of this fucking podcast. Be a fucking man with your actions. Tell a fu- tell it like it is, dude. Like, just be real. Like, just go. I don't want to hang out with you, Jeff. Okay, cool. It sucks, but at least it's like not this weird limbo that girls put you in. You know how girls put you in these weird thing where it's like, I'm not angry. And you're like, well, then can I get my dick sucked? You know what I mean? Can we have some fun? Can we go out to the club and fucking dance? Or you know what I mean? Can we go out to the bar and fucking? Can I go out to the casino and blow all the all the money that, that we earned? You know? Can we just have fun? And she's like, no, 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 no. And I'm just like, bro, like, don't treat me. Don't give me the silent treatment. You know what I mean? I'm a man, and as men, you know what I mean, with silent treatment. It just makes me angry. It just festers, just festers up anger and, and, and un, unwanted resentment for a person that I actually respect. But it's this weird, like, everything's fine but not fine. And it's like, oh, it's so silly that you're cracking jokes. And my jokes are literally like, hey, man, when are we going to hang out? Ah, it's, oh, this guy's always kidding. He's always fucking cracking jokes. When are we going to hang out, bud? The whole point of this joke at the end of the joke is there should be a time set up so that we are going to fucking hang out. But at this point, it's kind of fucking, it's kind of left off into the, you know, it's left off into the, into the ethos of like, it's like, it's like not even touched reality at this point. It's like, hey, listen, let's just put that under the carpet and you know, sweep it under the rug. Don't even address it. Like, how could you, I don't know, man, like, 
How could you be a friend of somebody? I would get it if, like, there was some sort of, like, I got to get my life together. But at least let your friend know. At least let your homie know. Like, And this, and this goes across all friends. All, I'm cutting off everybody. Dude, I might even cut off myself at the end of this podcast. I might just fucking blow my brains out and pull a Bud Dwyer. I don't give a fuck. This is fucking wild, dude. Fucking my from brothers to sisters to cousins to mothers to uncles to br- dads, you know what I mean? My son and my baby mama. Like at this point, like who doesn't hate me? You know, it feels like it. Feels like the entire world is gaslighting me into just not giving a fuck about anything, and. Uh, Weak men would have killed themselves by now. Like, I get, like, the whole rigmarole of being dramatic and over overzealous about your own shit. But goddamn, dude. Like, holy fuck, dude. You text one buddy, nothing. You text the other guy, nothing. Text one other guy, nothing. Text your friend, nothing. You know what I mean? You got some friends that, that you know, some friends that kept it day one since day one. But holy fuck, dude. Like, the group that you originally planned on, you know, fucking sticking to it your whole life, you just realized you made a bad decision and you got to switch them out like dice. Then and, 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 and sometimes the dice are hot and sometimes the dice are cold. And this cold dice, you know what I mean? You, gotta, you can't throw them no more. You got to switch out the dice. And I think that's what it is. The players that I played with, it was fun. And it was fun. And I, I realized what Julius did was fucking genius. It was two years earlier than what I should have done. And, 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 and instead of, because you don't have to move out to really leave behind the toxic people in your life you can do a step back or you can do a blowout and just fucking you know what i mean do something like get on the podcast and uh you know what i mean just pretty much dox everybody and tell everybody your all your bullshit problems right you know what i mean make it very awkward for them to get the call but it's like were we talking? Were we were we in constant communicate before this podcast? I don't think so. Were we in constant uh, communication before this? No, no, not really. We sent memes to each other. That's what we did. We were a meme page group. That's all we did was send memes to each other for years, for years. Since Mitchell got sober, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been one week since you looked at me. It's been a fucking shit show of just like trying to be friends. But in reality, I don't know, maybe Mitchell was the glue. Cause I don't know, man. Just every every fucking day just going and making the attempt and then just constantly being like shit on, like for just trying to be a part of my friend's life. I don't know, man. I'm fucking done, dude. Let's fucking... Can we even do the fucking podcast? All right. So, <laughs> I'm done. Anyways, uh, that's it's been my rant, right? We'll move on. Uh, been watching a lot of Better Call Saul recently. Uh, and I, I've... Uh, 
it's been the past couple of weeks I've been watching Better Call Saul, and also I, I decided to uh, run the gauntlet of the whole Breaking Bad series again, right? And uh, you know this whole like drug dealing cartel universe that Vince Gilligan painted is completely absurd, right? It just doesn't make sense. Like for one, the Hector uh, slash silent guy, right? The guy, the ding 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 guy, you know, that just sits in the fucking restaurant. Right? He just sits in the restaurant with uh, all those drug dealers and they come on in on the street one by one, right? And I never understood I never understood why uh like the drug dealers, right? They would come in and like they would come in is there a line outside the fucking uh d- d- like dope house? Like is there just a bunch of drug dealers? that are dealing for that cartel that are just lined up and they're coming in one by one. Like, doesn't that look suspicious? Like one guy coming in one guy going out, one guy coming in. Like it's a club, but it's a chicken place. Like he's, he's, they're cooking fucking fried chicken or grits or whatever the fuck. That I didn't get. There's a whole fucking picture that I don't understand. And if it's, if it's light, they just beat him up. You know what I mean? And then they get, and they say, "Get it faster!" And then he gets it faster. <laughs> Excuse me if I'm wrong, but like, if drugs and, and, and the people that use the drugs is your is your clientele, like, it's it's anything but consistent, right? <laughs> like, hey man, just a little light today. Sorry, man, people ain't using like they did. Get it faster, all right? <laughs> and then they go away. And they do, they do get it faster. <laughs> like drugs, to be honest, they, they they fucking you know sometimes they move fast, sometimes they move slow. <laughs> it's like ups and downs. It's like roller coasters. Plus, a lot of people are getting into rehab nowadays. A lot of people are learning about the the internet's a wild thing, and the, there's a lot of you know there's a lot of information about uh, drugs. <laughs> it's just so funny. I think it's fucking funny. Uh, for once, I'd like the like a random dude to walk into the shop in that in on those episodes of Better Call Saul, and uh, straight up say, "Man, it's been a slow week. A lot of people are in recovery. They opened up a sober living clinic, and man, everybody stopped doing drugs. Here's your drugs back. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna get out of the cartel, man. I'm gonna get my life together and find God. You know, thanks guys for everything, and hopefully your path, our paths will cross again sometime. You know." <laughs> You know, he's just, ah, I don't know, what can I say? Right? Like, so why, why isn't there ever, like, guys that just, you know, get out? Also, Vince, listen to this, man. Oh, you know, Vince Gilligan. Listen to this, man. There's way too many story arcs in this show, in, in Better Call Saul. There's way too many fucking story arcs. There's plots and twists and turns, and it gets lost. Like, the actual fucking mean thing about building the, the, the precursor to Breaking Bad. Obviously, I'm nobody. I'm nobody, so why listen to me? But at the same time, here's some some of the best advice you'll ever get. The lawyer, you know what I mean, is he's the funniest. You know what I mean? He's funny. The lawyer. He's we we like the lawyer. We need more fucking Saul. We want to. I can't get enough of Saul. We like Saul. We don't give a fuck about his girlfriend. I don't give a fuck about his wife. All right, his wife's. 
like a shell of him. That's what it is. So the lawyer is the funniest, you know. And, and side note, lawyer is a funny word, by the way, because it sounds like liar. I wrote. I think I wrote that when I was high. I think I might have wrote that when I was high. Uh, but there's, you know, the, with all these fucking characters, right? There's the fucking main lawyer. There's the girl lawyer. There's the old man that looks tired all the time. Why does that dude look tired? He's like, he's a killer, right? And he's just like, he looks like he's every single day. He's just like needs a coffee, right? Like, get put some pep in your step, bud. You got some fucking heads to blow off, right? You know, the, the fucking, the fucking crazy anti-electric lawyer, you know, his fucking brother, uh, the fucking, the somehow black guy leading the Mexican cartels. It doesn't even make sense to me, right? It doesn't make sense that, you know, this, uh, this is, this is an autistic black guy too, if, if I might add, because he does everything perfectly with OCD. Fixing his tie, you know, and everything. He's always doing shit. And I, there's no, I don't believe it. I don't believe that this guy somehow ru- runs the Mexican. First of all, Mexicans don't really like black people. They actually like white people a lot more. It'd be more le- believable if there's a white guy leading the motherfuckers. But uh, the gringos, you know what I mean? But they, they don't fuck with the black guys, especially. A, a black guy cooking chicken. They, he would have get la- He would have got laughed at consistently in the in the in the cartel. And and there's a, a season that Vince, you know, we're missing. There's gonna be one final season of uh, Better Call Saul, which should pro- hopefully wrap up how fucking how fucking Gus somehow got to you know the deals of like. You know, he got into it, but I, I just don't see how Hector, throughout his whole life, would let him live consistently every single time. There's no way, man. Mexicans are hotheads just like black people. They would fucking smoke a motherfucker in a second if they just don't like a motherfucker. That's just how it goes, especially, especially in the cartel. Dude, especially in the cartel, dude. Heads get chopped off. People get fed to dogs. Anything goes with these boys. So, like, I just can't see that. That fucking... Especially with glasses. He's got glasses. Gus Friend has glasses. And I don't know. I just... I don't fucking see it. I don't see it. You know, it doesn't make sense, man. It's just fucking wishful thinking, Vince. The two guys with the guns that don't talk. Who are these guys? Can we have a fucking... Can we have some... Can we have something for these guys? Because I don't know who the fuck they are. They had two guys that don't talk. They're some assassins. Okay. Leave it at that then. They're just two guys that just don't talk. Two guys with guns, I guess. Fucking then they have this several... The fucking... They have several episodes strictly dedicated to each of their own backstories of, of these... You know what I mean? They ha- and But then they don't fucking... Itself is a medley of other characters in that backstory. And you're like, dude... Oh, I want to fucking meet, you know what I mean? Like, like Jesse's mom, and then the fucking, though you could do a whole fucking spinoff of Jesse's family and how fucking he kept continuously ruining the relationship with Je- you know his mom, Jesse's mom. Like Jesse, you're a good boy, you know. I raised you right, and he just slowly kept slipping up. You could do a whole fucking, literally a whole season of back plot for just that. 
alone. Like, I don't know, man. You're getting fucking. You're getting uh, getting lazy, Vince. You know what I mean? You're wrapping it up with a nice bow tie, but I mean, shit. A lot of fucking ends are loose in this in this fucking entire universe that I I just don't get. But again, I'm one of those guys that I'll be overanalyzing a shot of them just zoomed in on like tumbleweed rolling. I'll go, this doesn't make sense. Tumbleweed doesn't roll like that. <laughs> I've never seen tumbleweed roll before, guys. I'm just kind of overthinking things, I guess. Uh, yeah, I want to say though the show is amazing, but holy shit, you could you could just stop it with a several in-depth over explanations of just these like just the one-off of a lawyer you know what i mean in you know just uh he is he is kind of funny he's just kind of funny with this with this better call saw but it led so much more to be asked about the series the the series itself was great breaking bad was great i didn't really even question Better Call Saw. The whole background that they explained and how he got the thing, it's cool, but I didn't really ask for it. It's like it's like you get a car, right? You got a car and then it's like they got it's got heated seats. And then they go, Alright, there's heated seats, but um the heated seats only turn on if you have the radio playing. And you go, What? You know what I mean? Like, wait a minute. Hold on, and they're like, you can't ask any questions though about those about that, or else you don't get the heated seats. Do you accept? And you gotta go like, I don't know, man. Would it be good to know how, why I have, you know, like it's, it's such oddly specific things, and it's like now I know, I guess how Better Call Saul came about, but it was like so in depth, and I just I appreciated maybe even not knowing. How Better Call Saul came about. Uh, because it just makes me want to know more about each and every character in the series. And it's like, unless the next season has like a little bit more backdrop on some of the characters. Or the characters develop into a nice like crescendo end scene kind of thing. It'll be great. But right now I'm left with this feeling of... Uh, uh, FOMO, but the opposite. Like I'm, I have the fear of, uh, of, 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 of learning about it. Right. I, I have a feel. I have the fear that I fucking have this useless information about Saul. He got a bunch of phones and he sold them, and then he became a really fucking for some. And for some reason, better call Saul. He is low. His his fucking brother was a good lawyer and he's just resented the fact like that me leaves me with more questions than answers right than better call Saul I don't understand why like he maybe hated his brother his brother did everything right he played by the books right and then he said fuck it I'm gonna be the nice guy but not play by the books okay but like there's some deep psychological issues that we need to address and everybody that you know you come in contact with in the world of breaking bad or you know what i mean or we're getting these all of these characters that are like tuco would be a great tuco would be a great 
fucking backstory. Like, how did he become the guy that's running shit in the drug empire? If he was on meth, if he was doing meth, right? How did he become the guy? I don't know. Uh, I like, I, I really like Tuco for some reason. I really like that, uh, that fucking, the scene where uh, Jesse gets in uh-huh, and just fucking, because I remember watching that scene for the first time and when he's putting the money into the bag, I'm like, oh, he's going to beat him with the money. He's going to beat him with the money. He's a fucking, he's a drug dealer using drugs. He's like Scarface. He doesn't give a fuck. It's whatever. And he's doing meth and it's fucking wild. And it's the best shit he ever had. So, of course, he's he's on the come up still. Apparently meth. Right, this is for people that don't know. I googled it. I fucking obviously I don't do meth. You know, it's gonna be hard to explain with my sore throat and everything. Uh, why is why does it sound like you do smoke meth though? Uh, okay, but the point is, meth has a come up of literally twenty to thirty minutes, something like that. So like when you get high, maybe like a bong rip or. Edibles is kind of like that too Like the come up is like 20 to 30 minutes But with meth It's like literally Fucking adrenaline Come up You're you're coming up like your heart's beating Your fucking eyes are Fucking bulging out Of the sockets Your fucking brows are furry You're grinding your teeth And it's for 20 minutes <laughs> It's like a cocaine come up but like for 20 to 30 minutes and and here's the thing you're peaking for like six hours <laughs> you're peaking bro six hour peaks bro like no wonder why like people go crazy for meth meth is one of those drugs where it has a 97 or 96 96 or 97 percent uh, not conviction rate. I want to say um, life law. Like no, like nine. No one quits. Like ninety percent of use first time users. Ninety six percent. Ninety six or ninety seven percent of first time users don't stop using. Like they don't quit. There's only like four to five percent, something like that. Four to three to four percent. Of people that can get sober off meth. It's one of those drugs that you do for life, right? Which is great for the cartel and the uh, people that sell it because it's one of those drugs that, you know, you know your clients ain't going nowhere, right? Not like weed, dude. With the weed, oh, people are so fickle. People fucking, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop going. I'm gonna stop blazing tonight. Come on, man. I need to buy a Ferrari. <laughs> and, and Coke nowadays. Everybody's cutting Coke. No, and you're a fool if you're doing Coke right now. In this in this climate, everybody dude, fentanyl. You're just doing you're just doing cut fentanyl. <laughs> you're not doing Coke, you're just doing shitty fentanyl. <laughs> R.I.P. juice world, baby. You know, these guys. These guys sell fucking shrooms. Is the only, shrooms is the last untainted drug, I think. Acid, maybe acid's not. Acid, you could probably find clean acid still. You could probably find clean, uh, 
could probably find clean Molly. Uh, but even Molly, people are fucking dipping Molly with fentanyl now. It's just fucking wild, dude. I don't know what the fuck's going on, man. I'm so glad. <clears throat> I'm so glad I'm stick to my OTC over the counter. You know what I mean? Medicines. Eh, I got a headache. I'll take a fucking headache pill. Got a sore throat. Take fucking some cough syrup, dude. That's no big deal. People go like, oh, Jeff, you got to chill out. I only do that shit because it's for the gram. It's for Instagram, you know what I mean? Like, I fuck I fuck around way too much. And I just pretend, like, if I'm really sick, I'm really sick. And I'll just be fucking pouring up syrup, like, ah. And I'll just sip, like, half of it for the day, right? Like, I was, like it's a, uh, it's like a problem, but it's like, nah. I got a problem, it's a sore throat. And I'll just drink some cough syrup, right? Um... Moving on, right? Moving on from my my fucking my drug, my drug spiel. I'd say don't do drugs, kids. It's not even that fun. The wild thing uh, that the Canadian government did, right? And uh, this is because they, they, you know, we just had truth and rec- reconciliation day. I'm losing my voice because I'm fucking got I got sore throat. <clears throat> we had truth and reconciliation day, right? And the wild thing is that, like, the Canadian government stole land, right, from these uh, the indig- indigenous people and uh, called them Indian, right? Uh, and now is opening the borders uh, a whole medley of actual people from India and then selling homes to these same East Indians, you know what I mean? And, and it's all one long play for me to tell you this joke, you know, Christopher Columbus came to North America and said, One sec. If you like doing things. Oh, wait, hold on. What the fuck? I don't know. Okay, hold on. I totally fucked that joke up. You know, Christopher Columbus came to North America and said, Welcome to the land of India. These are the Indians. And they said, we're not Indians. We're actually indigenous people. We are Native Americans. I am from the Ojibwe tribe. And he said, shut the fuck up. You will be Indians, all right? <laughs> when, give, us, give it a couple hundred years. <laughs> this place will be infested with people from real India, not this fake India that you got. I'm uh, I'm a religious man, so I'll pray about that joke later today. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Let's go on to some news, I guess. We'll go on to some more news. Uh, Ron, I, this is, again, I'm a little late to the party on this one. Uh, Ron DeSantis sent 50 migrants to Martha's Vineyard. And um, Martha's Vineyard. I hear people pronouncing it Vineyard. But it's, it's fucking vineyard. They toss these migrants in a vineyard, dude. Like, full of vines and shit. Just not giving a fuck. They just left these 50 migrants in a fucking yard of vines. Nothing, no real fucking, no real fucking qualms about it. The media has fucking had a shitstorm. But I'm sitting there going like, yo, like... 
you, you just moved a couple of pawns over here and then you moved a couple of pawns over there. The political pawns in the political fucking sphere, this is nothing. This is like like putting the uh, putting the uh, you know what I mean the everybody get along bill together and it's literally we're just gonna fund fucking Ukraine and a whole bunch of weapons so they could kill the Russians and, and, and Raytheon's booming uh, speaking of weapons being funded to the to the war in Ukraine Raytheon's booming military industrial complex pumping out these guns by pumping out all these guns and and what like people go like these 50 migrants you know what I mean that Ron DeSantis sent to the Martha's Vineyard you know he can't just be sending migrants along you know the uh, these the borders like this uh, willy nilly and you go like dude what happened to them though like it's been a while right there's been some time what happened to these guys what happened to these probably women, men and women and you know maybe children dude 50 there's 50 people 50 migrants that just came in from like venezuela do they send them back to venezuela did they give them a plane ticket are they still out in the fucking vines picking through weeds what's going on i don't know man and uh it's sad you know it's, it's sad that our life is like we can just take these guys you know what I mean, Ron, Mr. Ron DeSantis, as a troll. It's just a troll. He fucking took these kids, you know what I mean, probably children, out of Biden's cages, you know what I mean, moved them around on a, you know, moved them to a fucking, a, vine, a yard of vines. That's what it is. And it's not even his, it's Martha's. It's Martha's yard of vines. And he put them on display and they said all right put them back in the cages dude they don't they, they're not ex, they're not exposed this long to sunlight these migrants they can get put them back in the cages all right Ron DeSantis, stop acting up all right you're going to you're going against the entire deep state you know what i mean the whole you're 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 playing with uh pillars that are load bearing if you will uh, this thing runs deep, Ron DeSantis, and uh, <clears throat> I'm so fucking high. I don't know what I'm saying, but I'm pro- obviously, you know, uh, you know, s- someone hacked my brain to tell you, Ron, that you're playing with fire, right? You're playing with fire, moving around these migrants. Let them, let them t- into a light. Le- leave these guys into a life of poverty and. Whatever the elites want for these these people, let them burn, but don't fuck it. Don't do. Don't use them as for political gain, so that you can gain the trust of the people and troll your enemies. While you know, two birds one stone kind of thing. You're two birds one stone in it, baby. And uh, <clears throat> billionaires don't like that. I'll just be honest with you right now. Moving on. A Canadian wood shop teacher is making headlines for <clears throat> having to wear enormous fake plastic tits. You know, for absolutely no other reason other than they looked nice. You know what I mean? I'm gonna I'm gonna be real with you. Those I seen those tits, and those big plastic tits, and I was like, I don't care what this chick, man, trans, whatever she identifies as. 
I don't care what she looks like. Those tits were fucking heavy, dude. Put the tits on the table, bro. You're gonna you're gonna need a buzzsaw to get through that shirt, baby. That fucking tit. Oh, dude, those tits. And the thing is, the nipples were showing, so there's no fucking fake bra to go along with those tits. Those tits were out of control. They were hanging, and I've gotten into this weird zone where I like hanging titties. I like hanging titties. I I don't even like perky breasts no more. I've gotten older and more mature, and I like the fucking. I like when a girl has to. <laughs> she has to fucking hold up her titties to look sexy. She's like, "You like this, don't you?" And she's 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 holding them up, right? She's holding a good twenty to thirty pounds in each hand, right? And she's just like, and she's got to put it on the table, and you know, and then she's got to worry about. The wood shop. You know what I mean? She's cutting wood for sure, baby. You know what I'm saying? She's doing a whole lot of edging. You know what I'm saying? She's doing a dovetail, bro. She's giving dovetail. You know what I'm saying? Shouts out, dove. Shouts out to, for no other reason other than I'm just fucking going to make this, this, this. I think, I think Andrew, Andrew Schultz has a podcast with a guy named Dove. You know, he's giving, getting, getting dove tail, wood shop, people. You know what I mean? And fucking fix her cabinets, baby. You know what I'm saying? Clean out, deck those halls, daddy. You know what I'm saying? We'll put, we'll put her on a, put her on a, we'll put her on a pillar, baby, and we'll fucking, we'll chop it up. You know what I'm saying? We'll chop it up. We'll chop it up. And she's trans, but hey, listen. Those tits ain't. <laughs> She's trans, but those tits ain't, you know what I'm saying? Those tits look like, those tits look feminine, but at the same time, like, 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 energetic, no, not, not so energetic, but they were, they were plastic. <laughs> they were so big. That if I put my head in between them, right? Instant CTE from motorboating, right? I'm getting CTE from that. Those tits were big, and 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 to be honest, if if I had to get rid of the pussy or the tits on a chick. Visually, right? We're just going visually. We're not going for uh, use. Visually, tits are nice to look at, right? Like a pussy looks like a, a cave. Looks like a stab wound, right? The best pussy just looks like a, a slit. You know what I mean? Like a clean knife cut in, in a girl's leg, in between a girl's legs. But tits look, like tits look amazing for some reason. And even though tits just look like a shoulder... With a nipple on it, or like a balloon, like a the, like, like the end of a water balloon that's filled up and has that little thing that pokes out. Even though tits just look like that, for some reason, like, like it's it's visually appealing, right? And even girls know this. Girls will go like, "Oh man, look at this. girls got nice tits over there." Like it's just nice to look at. Right? <clears throat> I started working out. Right? I started doing push-ups. 
I'm starting to get those the rock packs, and I can kind of do the jiggle my tits, right? I can, I'm close, right? I'm close to doing the Terry Crews where he does the packs, right? Just gotta do a couple more push-ups, a couple more fucking benches, and I'll be able to fucking walk around doing that. But once I start doing that to women, oh, it's over, guys. It's over. Like, listen, listen, listen. It's over. You thought I, you thought I was a problem. You thought I was a pro. Thought I was out there. Being a hound dog before this. Well, wait till I become like the rock and I do that weird flex peck thing that women, dude, women go crazy. Women go crazy for uh, a guy that could <laughs> flex his tits. It's, it's something. It's something that gets them going. So what does it mean? What, is it, what does flexing your tits mean? Nobody knows what it means, but it's provocative, right? It gets the people going, it gets the women going. Gets them all going. Everybody, everybody respects a guy that can jiggle his tits, <clears throat> and not with his hands too, right? We're not talking about the the shit I'm into, the heavy chick tit <laughs> that can jiggle it with her hands. Those plastic tits, they don't jiggle by themselves, baby. They don't, they, do, they don't jiggle by themselves. Uh, moving on. <laughs> moving on. I'm so sick. It's not even funny. Uh, a while back, I commented on Lil Duval's Instagram, right? And this goes, again, with the whole theme of the show of be a man that I said at the beginning. This goes, be a fucking man about your shit, all right? A while back, I commented on Lil Duval's Instagram, and he said, uh, no, I said, hey, man, I don't care if this fucking Tesla's on autopilot, but you shouldn't be smoking while blindfolded. And filming on Instagram live. You know, I, mean, I said this comment, right? Hundreds, hundreds of people. Everybody just dissing me. Everybody calling me a faggot. Everyone calling me a bitch. Everyone calling me a little man with a small dick and how I'm stupid and I'm a dummy. No one gives a fuck, right? No, no one, no one gives a fuck about my opinions and shit. Y'all, y'all fucking roasted the shit out of me, bruh. And and y'all dissed the shit out of me, right? The ever living fuck out of me, right? And all I, he said I was dumb as shit. Said I was this. Said I was that. And I'm like, motherfucker, got like heavy into like being a guy promoting actively, not. And I drive for a living. That's the thing. I drive for a living. People forget. People forget all the time. I drive for a living. This is actually. I actually like to drive. That's one of my favorite things. Like Ryan Gosling in the movie Drive. <clears throat> I was like, yeah, that's like, I, that's a job I could do. The guy that drives. You know what I mean? A bank robber drive. I'll drive. You know, I'll go across the border with Mexico with a bunch of you know drugs in the cartels. I'll just drive. I don't want to know anything. I'm driving. I'm like Dave Chappelle in Blue Streak. I'm sitting outside smoking stogie after stogie driving. That's what I do. I'm a driver, right? I'm pretty good at driving. Do I have to drive this home any further? I'm driving. I'm that driving guy. I like to drive. I like to drive. I got a lot of drive in me. Anyways, this is fucking... Anyways. I'm saying, like, maybe Lil Duval actively promoting, you know, unsafe habits when you're driving, even if the Tesla's on autopilot. You know, maybe he shouldn't be fucking doing several things at once. 
Regardless, the dude's like, I'm blindfolded not. I'm on my phone smoking a blunt. He's got a blunt, blindfolds himself, and he's recording. And I go like, dude, like that's just unsafe, and it's a terrible habit to form, right? Instantly, constantly, just diss, just diss the fuck out of me. Well, fuckers, you know it's time to reap what you fucking sow. You dumb pieces of shit. You know what I mean? What happened? Lil Duval's magical machine that drives itself somehow got into a fatal fucking, you know, not a fatal, but he's in a serious condition. He's like in a wheelchair, dude. You know what I mean? He was in an off-road ATV, and I get it. It's a different, here's the thing. It's a, it's a different thing, obviously, but the habits that you form when you're in your Tesla all day fucking smoking weed just going like push that button and now the car's driving itself you know what i mean now i'm gonna record myself and have millions of people watch me do that and comment and then every time i get a comment i go back on the video and watch myself not fucking paying attention to the road well i i honestly little duval I, I, I don't know. I want it because I remember Lil Duvall commenting going like, you a bitch, nigga. That's what he said. He said that. And I was like, well, I'm not a fan of your comedy anymore. And, um, you know, you get what you fucking deserve, bud. You get what you fucking, you know what I mean? You get, you go up against the bull, you get the horns and you fucking pretend that you can't fucking see while you're driving. Sometimes enough times a boy cries wolf, that wolf actually comes, right? What happened to your legs, bud? Anyways, uh, moving on. Canadian ransomware hacker. uh, Likened to the modern-day Jesse James gets fucking phone, dude. Holy fuck. I'm sorry, guys. Fucking. um, I got a little too heated. Got a little too heated. I'm a little sick right now. This episode's fucking. It's a shit show. It sucks. I fucking. I don't even know why I even start this. I I don't like the podcast. I don't like doing this. I don't like... I don't like, I don't like, oh, I just don't like to be alive. I just don't like it. Keep moving on. <laughs> keep moving, keep moving, keep moving on with the sands of time. You know what I mean? Just let the days flow into each other <clears throat> in, a, in a vast sea of bricks in the walls. Pink Floyd was right. Oh jeez, podcast got way too meta. I think, <clears throat> for the most part, if I keep fucking around, right? If I keep consistently fucking around, no one takes me seriously. But if I get serious, people go, "Oh, it's serious. There's no fun in that." So I'm stuck in this weird zone where it's like. I gotta create this shit where it's believable but not real and it's this parody of a parody that becomes the truth till eventually I find myself and then I you know, I, I flourish flourish into the flower <clears throat> and hopefully enough bees can pollinate me to keep me sustained. But man, y'all keep killing the bees. Okay, okay, we'll get back on I don't know what the Fuck, I'm saying. Canadian ransom hacker likened to modern-day Jesse James gets 20 years in U.S. prison, right? And I don't know how the fuck 
he's Canadian and he was a hacker, but he got he got into U.S. prison. So he's he's going into big boy prison, right? Canadian prisons like uh, dude. To be honest, Canadian prisons like um, Canadian prisons like Martha's Vineyard, bro. <laughs> With 50 migrants just showing up, like, are we, oh, we're not here? Okay, we're getting transferred. Going into real jail in America. Uh, Former government employee turned hacker sentenced to 20 years in what a federal court judge called the worst case he's seen. Referring to the hacker as Jesse James meets the 21st century. Uh, you know this guy's crazy, man. Uh, his him and his band of misfits. You know his band of cyber. Outlaw, I don't even know why I call them misfits. His band of these guys fucking ran off with a lot of fucking. It's twenty eight million dollars in Bitcoin on one of the transactions, and I think it's up to up to all all told forty mil in in fucking ransoms and in shit that they stole from people. Forty million dollars, right? Uh. They hacked into computer systems of health districts, companies, <clears throat> and schools, and demanded ransom payments. So they would hold them hostage in exchange for returning their encrypted data, which is wild. Uh, if demands were not met, their data would be posted on NetWalker, which is a blog hosted on the dark web. Now, Network NetWalker targeted as many as. 400 victims in more than 30 countries and collected 40 million in ransom payments according to the US Carlton into US attorney Carlton Gammons 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 run the gamut uh, it also called the events staggering as one third of payments were paid out in relation to uh, Vachon Desjardins Desjardins or the new Jesse James, right? Uh, this is in you know this is insane, right? By the way, you know because nowadays to even be a criminal, you need a fucking uh, background, master's degree, and fucking IT engineering. Like they're like as a modern age. Like Jesse James, all he needed was a couple of ride or die motherfuckers and a gun in a car. You know what I mean? That's it. It's just a gun, a car, and some motherfuckers ready. But now, with this cyber tech world that we, this matrix world that we live in, you need a fucking, you need a whole lot of fucking, you know, you need a whole lot of fucking, you know, computer knowledge. And to be honest, man, I fucked up. I fucked up. I fucked up not. I fucked up developing a talent other than just learning how to fucking click and type on a keyboard, dude. I fucking tried my best to make music in the in what is called the music industry. Turns out, I should have been fucking clicking around, learning how to hack systems into fucking getting the algorithm to just play my shit over and over and over again. Shit, now I'm popping up in everybody's Spotify playlist, dude. That's like I'm fucking so pissed at everything in the world. Like, dude, everything sucks. Everything sucks, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm just just having one of those days, right? You know, what I mean, I'm you know I, I show up late to the game. I realize, I realize, I I as a fucking fool, 
I tried my best to make good music in what is called the music industry. Let's say that again. I tried my best to make good music in the music industry and I get nothing. It's been nothing for so many years. Nothing. I tripled my fucking heart and soul into this. And, and, and nothing, dude. Not even like a shout out from anybody and relatively known in the industry. Dude, you know what I mean? Motherfuckers would DM me. You know what I mean? Fucking hip hop blog nation, hip hop all dot com. You know what I mean? Those niggas like to tweet. Just just retweet. Just hit that retweet button and share share the music. Don't fucking like it. No one sees your likes. No one reads your likes. Like that's the the best thing that I have ever gotten in this shit is like I took a chance and said let's fucking make some music and I did a song with K Reno and Diddy copyright strikes her. <laughs> so Diddy's like nah you can't you can't do that and I get it it was a freestyle on his on on Bad Boys for like but we we did that shit better you know what I mean we did that shit better Diddy you know what I'm saying. Pull up, pull up, Diddy. You want to smoke? Take that, take that, take that. You're just gonna take those L's, but you're just gonna take L's. Diddy can't rap. Diddy can't. No, he can't rap. Every time I listen to Diddy, I go, fuck, dude. What I would give for to replace Diddy and with Biggie, you know what I mean? Both got this pretty much the same name, Diddy. He's like, what's your name? My name's Biggie. Um, Diddy. <laughs> Ditto. No, he can't call himself Ditto. It's already a... Ditto is already a singer, right? Diddy. We'll call Diddy. Biggie and Diddy. I guess that works. <laughs> you got the money, Diddy, so we're not complaining. Okay, that's how it goes. But, uh, yeah... I uh, I think it's wild, right? With Jesse James, I don't know how I got onto that. I think it's wild though that how Jesse James, Jesse James cybersecurity network of operations stealing Bitcoin from people, like that's you gotta be a genius to be a fucking bank robber nowadays. Like you got like the threshold of just like why can't you just walk into a place and steal a whole bunch of money? Right, like even that, like the inflation for criminalization has gone up. How? How? Oh. It's like we're we're always kept in this shitty bubble of society where you can barely do anything, and and all I want to do is run off of, I'll run off of some guys up at the top of the stock market. So of, of, uh, just thirty thirty five million dollars is good. You know what I mean? 35 mil to just walk away and can I just like you can't do anything in physical it all has to be digital now and I think it's it's on popsicle sticks at this point right life is all digital and at any given point if the if the dude if the internet goes out think about it how fucked are we if it just all disappears, the like the Alex the uh, Al- Alexandria, the Library of Alexandria or whatever, 
Alexandria Library that was burnt. It was a whole fucking thing was burnt and they lost so many documents, right? What do you think was in that, though, that we lost, right? And now think about the internet. Think about everything that you know about the internet and what, what, like, the means of communication between individuals laid out for the world to see podcasts, music, art, all the digital art, everything. And an EMP, some alien hits us with an EMP. That's all it is. It's just some alien just goes, now nah, fuck it, take away their internet privileges. And we get hit with that digital EMP. All the servers just crash. Nothing works. Up in flames. What? I don't think people realize how much we are going to lose on the internet if the internet goes away. Seems like it's on popsicle sticks. I don't know. They say it's backed up by the cloud, but the cloud I figured out just up until like last week, which made me kind of go a little sketchy. Little paranoid is the cloud's just a server. The cloud's just another computer. People, I, I thought the I literally thought the cloud was like some magical fucking ozone layer cloud. Like we created a digital, like a fucking a, a man-made cloud and stored our data in it. I actually thought that. I literally thought that. I was like, yeah, that's fucking genius. Okay, we could do that. Been to Mars, you know what I'm saying? We sent, we sent Elon Musk's car into Mars. And speaking of Elon Musk and his car, you know what I mean? You think Elon Musk? You think Elon Musk? Uh, you know what I mean? Elon Musk is a genius, right? But he tosses his car into space and he goes, "Ah, oh, fuck." Yeah, I lost my wallet. I left my wallet in that car. It's uh, it's over the moon by now, right? It's, uh, ah, shit. There goes my. There goes my license. <laughs> Along with my car. But, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I did leave. <laughs> it was like, why, why'd your wife leave? Yeah, I left my wallet in the car that I sent to Mars. She did not like that. Called me a fucking idiot. Did not like that. I thought it was pretty funny. She still didn't like that. <laughs> yeah, uh... My, I think uh, back onto the 4chan hacking uh, or whatever, guys. I think my biggest uh, defense against uh, hacking and the 4chan hackers in the dark web and everything is just, please don't hack me, guys. I'm already too sad. I'm already thinking about killing myself. You're going to hack me, dude. You're just going to push me over the edge. And you don't want that. You know what I mean? It usually works. They go, get some help, buddy. They hack me into into like the database and I get to talk to a really cutting edge therapist that can save my ass. Right. Thanks, hackers. You know, you know, don't hack me. I'm already going down the Robin Williams thread. I'm pulling that string. That's been the weekend show. It's not that bad. I'm just a little sad, guys. It's not. I know. I gotta. Gotta obviously break. It's release the veil down. Obviously, my friends aren't that bad. It's just me overreacting like I always do. Uh, I'm not gonna kill myself because I'm a pussy. You know, and I like my life for the most part. Just some days I get a little fucking. a little sad. 
It would be wild though to end it. And uh, addressing last week's episode, we gotta address. We gotta so much stuff to. You know, we're we're backwalking a lot of stuff like the the U.S. government, right? Uh, last week, the episode uh, with Tyler, shows up to Tyler, shows up to Tyler. Went back into London, right? Uh, last week, he uh, we we ended the podcast because we were so fucking high. We were sipping and tra- you know t- sipping and ripping, right? And uh, yeah, he you know he ended the podcast. Uh, saying like you know it's crazy to keep to keep people alive right and it's kind of it kind of sounded insincere and it kind of sounded like i specifically just cut it off because it was getting too deep and i don't want it to sound like that but literally we just ran out of you know the podcast and i'm just recording off my phone we don't have the, a genius setup like uh some people you know what i mean <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> just coughing we don't have a Jamie to fix everything for us. We're doing a lot of this tooth and nail. I don't know, clawing. You know what I mean? Your boy is out here. I don't have a cyber security network, dude. If someone, like, listen, this is a, this isn't an, isn't an advertisement, but it might as well be. Uh, listen, if you're trying to, if you're trying to come up and learn some hacking skills, try hacking Medium J and the Cash Leaders. You know what I mean? You might be able to steal all his music and all his rights. You might be able to steal all the podcasts that he's done and, and edit them to make it look like I don't know shit. You might be able, maybe just edit out all the parts that I all the parts that are are, are are good and it looks like I just do a bad podcast, right? <coughs> it's pretty easy. Tag me. I've I think I shared my password on Tinder or Twitter. T- Tinder <laughs> Tinder for sure. <laughs> I've given my password out to a lot of women, you know what I mean, in exchange for a couple of nudes that that I regret. I have a regret. Here's my password, my code, let me see some tits. <laughs> the fuck am I saying, dude? The fuck? Um, yeah, I think that's... Uh, it's been the week. The thing is, please don't hack me. I, I, I gotta, I gotta say, you know, I gotta fucking, we gotta say it like it is. Please don't hack me, guys, for sure. Like, cause it, like, don't hack me. Like, if you do hack me, at, at least make it cool. Like, like, make it like interesting so that I could go to the news and go like, ah, listen. Please check out my mixtape and everything. Support me, but I lost everything. You know what I mean? You, you hack me, right? And then, and then I'll slide you. Listen, you hack me, bro. This is a deal. This is a deal to anybody that literally does hack, right? And and will hack. You hack me, but we'll finesse the system. You know what I mean? We'll get on the local news. I'll get famous. Well, you'll hack me, but then like my streams start getting hacked too, and they're going up. You know what I mean? And like. Somehow I'm I'm like on the face of like a California, L.A. or or New York, fucking billboard or something. You know what I mean? And no one knows how that happened. It's just the dark web people hacking, and somehow I become the the the, the 4chan uh, guy. If, if, if that's a thing, and, and every and all the assassins love me on 4chan, and all the fucking drug dealers love me on 4chan and all the prostitutes on the dark web love me and, and I'm the you know I'm the new Pepe right I'm that new frog dude I'd be like okay let's keep it I'd be like Fonzie at that point hey 
hey and then and then someone and then someone backstabs me right and I'd go nay and I'd, I'd slice my throat and then he would just get shot from like snipers on the roof because I think that's what four I always think four channel is like that but it's probably just a guy like me typing around on a the keyboard by himself going like mom is the tender is the chicken tenders ready yet you know that dude is late to the party <laughs>